Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have to find something you really, really love that you mm. do so much that it doesn't feel like a struggle. It just feels like you're getting better because you're doing something that you really enjoy. If you can make money from playing video games and you can make money from anything you love, you just have to figure out what that is. You can't be waiting for somebody to employ you. You got to create opportunities for yourself. I've never waited for someone to employ me. That's the one thing I've never done. Mm. Damn, you've never worked for no one? I was a teenager with my first record deal and I never looked back. So the hustle has always been real. Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica Fox, and welcome to an all-new Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. We're going bigger and bolder. Your hustle's going to get an upgrade with the most surprising, exciting, and fabulous guests from all walks of life. You're in good hands, darlings. All right, come on in here, because me and my guests today, we go back like Kool-Aid. My guest today is a legendary executive, producer, entrepreneur, and musical visionary who ain't afraid to get things done his way, even if some folks may not like it. But for all of his groundbreaking accomplishments, he really makes love for his family a priority. That's my kind of man. After all, he is in love for a living. Y'all get ready to learn a little bit more about the ultimate hustler, Damon Dash, who I call Dame Dash. <laughs> Welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Dame, how you doing? I'm good. I'm better now. How you doing? I, <laughs> well, you know, I like when I can add a little sunshine into your day, you know? Definitely. I can feel your shine. I'm, I'm getting a tan from you. I love tan. I like Woo! it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, like I said, um, when we talked in a pre-interview, I just want people to get to know like a different side of you from what they think they may see on, you know, blogs and this, that, and the third to really get how you became the ultimate hustler. So let's talk about, where, where are you from, bro? I'm from New York, but you know, I claim Harlem like it's its own city within the city. Oh, why do you say that? Because it was its own universe. You know, it's where I got all my swag from, you know, ah. my whole perspective on the universe. I got that. Harlem's you know, the greatest place in the world. Like, you know, everyone in New York copies everyone in Harlem. Everyone, everywhere else to me copies everyone in New York, in America, and then everyone in the world copies America. So we're the root of it all. We're the seed. I got that. So now can I ask you with the recent changes, because, you know, in my honest opinion, Harlem has changed a little bit from how it used to be back in the day. Do you still see Harlem having that same swag? Well, everything changes. It's supposed True. to. So, yeah. you know, I haven't been outside in 30 years, so I would hope that it's changed. So I, I'm sure it's more evolved. And, you know, the way New York is, it's, you know, way more than just one culture in one place. Everything's all mixed up. Yeah. And, uh, the real estate is going up. So, yeah, the, the real estate in Harlem has gone up. I would say that. Yeah, that's definitely been the most the biggest change that I've There's seen. A couple of ideals that I, you know, when I left, mm-hmm. were in full effect that may not be now and people are surviving different. But mm. I can't judge that. I'm not outside. Yeah. You see, but that's what I love about you. You're like, hey, do what you're going to do, and I'm going to still do me. And I'm going to keep evolving in my own way. Well, I'm used to, you know, the world as I left it, as far as the uh, morals and principles, you know, my survival skills and what got me to where I'm at today. 
you know, honor is the only thing that's protecting me. So that's all I know. And, you know, maybe things aren't the same, but I still abide by the same honor code for sure. I know that's right. So I have to congratulate you. I just heard that you have a brand new baby. Oh, yeah, baby Dusko. He might be taking a nap. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but he's around. How old is he? He's uh, he's pushing 11 months. So he's like late 10 months. Oh, okay. so y'all trying to make sure y'all got him on a little bit of a schedule, right? He's on a serious schedule. He's been potty trained since he was about three months. What? Sign language, you know, floats for three minutes with the clothes on. His mom's been putting him through it. Wow. He developed a curriculum. I've been spending a lot of time with a crew called the OSG, which is 120 Black principals. I'm part of this group. Mm. And we've been developing a curriculum from the womb till mm. three and so on. And, you know, we've been implementing it on my son. So it's been working. And he can do a lot. Of, he does sign language. He can wow. pick his colors in Spanish. He can pick the states. You know, he was doing potty training since he was three months. He's wow. Like, He's coming. Uh, yeah, he'll be here in a minute. I love it. I love it. Well, I would love to meet him before if he wakes up from his nap. So I want to see this genius. He's on the other side. He'll be here in a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. right. He's on the other side of the house. He had to catch an Uber. Oh, <laughs> oh it's the house that large. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, you can keep it real. I ain't mad at you. I want you to have it going on. So um, your beautiful wife, how long have you been married to your beautiful wife? Well, we've been together. She's wifey for lifey. I so, love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get married till I fix all my tax problems. I'm not going to put that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've been living as married for about, you know, 13, I think 10 years, probably. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, you you talk about, like you said, you have a huge pride when it comes into it, when it comes to ownership, you know, you pride with your family. Where did that come from? I mean, it just seems logical to me. I don't understand how someone doesn't see it like that. Like, why would you be working on something to pass to someone else or for somebody else when you could be working on something to make, you know, your family's life easier and to pass mm-hmm. to them? Why, why wouldn't you? Especially tell- if, you have a, if you have a choice, you know? Yeah. You know, sometimes there's a perspective that gets implemented in your brain. And just because it's been pounded into your brain over and over again, it doesn't mean it's right. You got to go with logical, not what feels good, but what makes sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, you know, it's just like for us as an African-American community, it's like we are just now starting to understand that, that we have to make, you know, a good future for our family to pass on down to them. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've been screaming that for the last 20 or 30 years. Mm. And it's just finally this generation is catching it. And I'm glad. Yeah. And also they're seeing me fight and be sustainable without having to fold. But, you know, this this opinion wasn't so popular back then because it was something that was being used to control us. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Hi, baby. 
Yes, he's like, I'm just waking up. Who this woman? You, 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 it's all good. He is beautiful. Thank Look you. at there. 11 months old, huh? Yeah. All no, right. So listen, if you want to start talking, you know, just let me know. Oh, he's gone. Now he's like, I'm good. I got my baby. He would start talking, you know. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was the main person because I think one of the things that oppresses us as a culture, what racism starts is us believing that, you know, the proper pronunciation of God's son is Jesus when it's Joshua. Jesus ah. is the European interpretation of the name. And I would also be the same person that would say, how could Jesus or Yahshua have blonde, hot, blonde, 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 blonde hair, hair blue eyes, eyes. and he from where it's hot? But I got two blonde haired kids and blue eyed children. I'm like, yeah. but the logic of it could be is Yahshua's father was black and his mom could have been Spanish because I don't know too many Spanish women that don't, the name isn't even Mary or middle name Mary. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it could have happened and been misinterpreted. But at the end of the day, still black. You know I, know, I, mean? I know that's right. And there Not he goes, me. too. He, wake, he waking up now. He's like, yeah, is, showtime. And this is Rocky, wifey for lifey. Oh, come and on you know, here. I'd love to meet her. She's coming over in a minute. There she goes. Hi, darling. So she got her own television show. We actually planning on uh, Fox Soul. Oh, good. Okay, so we family members. Hi there. How are you? Thank you. Nice to meet you as well, too. I was like, I recognize that voice. (laughs) I know it always gets me in trouble. Y'all hear me so much, right? Also, she got a doc about infertility. We went through a lot to make him IVF. Really? Oh, yeah. We lost a baby all that. We did a lot. I mean, a whole lot went, you know, a lot went there. Yeah, so that one there's definitely a gift, right? Little man. A gift, but we worked extremely hard for this one. Well, I'm God that bless God bless you with him. He he looks like he's just, you know, the fact you said he potty trained, can speak language, sign language, and everything. He's definitely a chosen one. And it's documented. So you can see it all on her TV show health and health. It's coming. Yep. And her book, her, you know, you know, again, they wrote a uh she's an author. Oh yeah, she, where's your book at? Show me. Show, give me well, the, I have a coloring book out right now right on now? Amazon, and then um, we have the the full kids book. I I need to put it out for the holidays. But you don't even know what's. See, I'm in the house right now, but you know I got a full studio in uh, Burbank. Okay. But, but I'm editing. Like I show you, I'm working from. Cause we just shot a movie, and I'm wow. editing the crib. Hold on. Okay. So we're editing right now. We're editing the, the uh, TV show in Love for a Living. Mm-hmm. And we also editing this t- this uh, movie might be a TV show. So that's what I love about you that it's like you're you're gonna make sure that like the products that you produce and that people see it's really and completely your vision. Well, like I was saying, you know, we're taught things to control us, and I'm not listening to our oppressor to give us education to tell us how to live, to tell us how to eat, and to tell us what I, what to wear. Our culture is the jewel of the galaxy. Amen. And of course, another culture would try to control it by making us think we need them to do anything or to produce anything and to give to our own people. So they've implemented this program to mm-hmm. keep us hypnotized, but we waking up because of information and because of people consistently fighting and showcasing. You know, Absolutely. You, don't, you shouldn't be famous unless you win a war for love. You know, mm-hmm. like back in the Roman days, you could, it don't matter how much money you had. If you ain't win the war for your country, you wasn't considered nothing. 
So I want to go down like Alexander the Great and Julius yes. Caesar, but, you know, without getting crucified and living longer mm-hmm. and always fighting for a purpose and a cause, but doing it in luxury. But everything that we've been taught has mm-hmm. been taught to us to control us. Agree. Can I tell you, I, I believe the reason why I'm having like this amazing resurgence in my career is that I pay attention. And I said, I it's am not going to deal. Yeah, I'm not going to let this system tell me how long I can be hot, how long I can produce, how long, uh, you know, that I can't have my own hairline, my own movies, my own things like that. So we're definitely on the same page about that. But that's what my whole, that's the whole my whole existence in the public eye has been that and leading by example and also watching the mentality shift. Because, mm. again, if you were saying that 15 years ago, they might have been ostracizing you like they was trying to do me. But I just like oh. to fight. I want that smoke. I want you to tell me I'm wrong when I'm right. You know, I want you to tell me love is wrong and hate is right. Because love is going to win every time. So, I have that. Hashtag love wins. I put it up every day when I do my uh, posts on social media. So I want to talk about, you say, you like to have a core of good people around you who you can trust. See, this is something else that this generation also have to learn. You have got to learn to protect your energy at all costs. And sometimes you have to see when somebody ain't really on the team for us all to win. You know, it's a thing that happens with experience. You live and you Mm -hmm. learn. And it's hard to think that people you love, especially when you're young, before you've been betrayed, because you really had nothing for them to betray you for, you're young. But, you know, it's hard to believe that people you love would ever betray you. So mm. the people that have done me dirty, when we were friends, I would never think in a million years that those would be the people that would do what they've done. Word. So sometimes it takes experience to even understand what protecting your energy is. Yes. Sometimes you have to be exit or, you know, people got to get away from you that are usually in your, your presence so you know what energy is like without them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes mm-hmm. you're used to being dysfunctional and shit yes. like that. That's your normal. Right. You got to not only protect your energy, you have to identify your energy. You have to know what you want your energy to be. And then you have to fight for that and protect that and make sure you distribute it to the ones you love. Agreed. And can I tell you, I am now a woman proudly in my 50s that finally figured that all out and finally have got comfortable in the skin that I'm in. You know, like I know my work. It took a while to get there, but it's like I get it now. So now let's talk about you when it comes to like you know, starting companies and and surviving the struggles. Like you said, like you said, you want that smoke. you like, bring it to me. Because if you don't think I'm going to win, I'm going to show you. Where did, yeah, where where do those visions and and your drive come from to survive? I like having a good time. And, (laughs) you know, I only want to do what I dream about doing. I only do things to make money that I would do for free. You know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of challenges because I can dream. I, I can do this thing that most can. I can visualize things. I can architect my future. So I've been dreaming since I was young. When I was young, I dreamed about being, you know, the biggest rap company in the world. And I did it relatively easy. So then I dreamed about more shit. So I just mm-hmm. keep dreaming. You know what I'm saying? And I know that when you dream, it starts with a challenge and a struggle. It's a fight to start something from scratch. Word. So if I was complacent, yeah, I'd stay in the music business my whole life. but I did that when I was a teenager. It was like, why well, keep doing it and keep talking to people that are younger than me as I keep getting older? You know what I mean? I'm not starting from scratch. You feel me? So then I did the fashion thing. But, you know, again, it was fun. I just was like, yo, I don't think nobody fresher than me. And I still don't. So I make the clothes instead of buying somebody else's. 
And then I was like, what could I do next? Media. I want a media empire. I need that big, big, big bread. I already felt every kind of money you could make so far. And so, and I think the media money is the best, but it gives you residual You can own it. There's freedom in it. And also information is what controls the whole world. So we never had our own network owned by us. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. You know, anything that says black ain't owned by black. So that's BET and anything else that comes with it. So, you know, I need to make sure that the people that I see are not programmed or the people that I'm, you know, um, seeing that, seeing what I'm doing, my fans, the people that love me and that I love, the like-minded people are getting deprogramming, not programming. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to celebrate the dysfunction of our culture because it's interesting. I'm going to celebrate the function and the love and what it looks like when your dream comes true, when you identify your dream and what it looks like to live it. Some people are like, yo, I want to be famous. You know what it looks like to be famous when you wake up in the morning and how hard Say you got to work? Say it. what that is? Yeah. So you have to know what your dream is so when it happens, you've identified it. You can marinate it. But some people be like, I want to be this, don't know what it is. Once they did, they yeah. unhappy. Because that wasn't their dream. That was somebody else's. I tell people all the time because they're like, V, how are you doing? I said, you have no idea how much I sleep on a plane. I don't get a lot of sleep. How many meetings I got to go to. How much homework I got to do to figure out what's going on. How to keep things happening. But I don't have no problem doing it. You know what I'm saying? Tell me something about you. Tell me. You could always put yourself in a movie and it will always sell. It's just at a certain price point. And that's it. You've already a brand. So you ain't got to worry about nothing. You can move when you want. If you can roll for 10 years and better, then you're good forever. All you mm. got to do is keep working. Yes, that's do it. the work. But my point is you personally can star in any movie you want and people at least a certain amount because you're a legend will fuck with it. I appreciate that. I mean, that's just, that's what happens when you do what you do. That's what me. I mean, it might not be the the big, but it will be at least a million or two. Yes. You feel me? Yeah, I bet. Well, that's power right there. Listen, as a drug dealer, if you got 100 customers, you could be ri- very rich. <laughs> so if you know your 100,000 people and they each spend $1,000 with you a year, you good. You're but you, you got to give them $1,000 worth of shit to buy. Real talk. So I got to be, a, like you said, a cosmetic, you know, it's the octopus thing. Yeah. You're the franchise. And what are the octopus legs? What are the ancillary things? But you know, you know what it is. You know, yeah, I, I, no, no you doubt. know a lot of people. So, you know, it's been a long time. You, you, you shouldn't be, you, you know you roll. <laughs> I thank you so much. So check it out. Who do you ask for advice? God. <laughs> ah, amen. You know, it depends on what I'm doing. So if I'm doing a certain business, I'll call someone that's been in that business for a long time and I'll talk to them. I've put together a crew called the, um, the commission. That's Senator Eddie Milton. That's Congressman Andre Carson. Yes, that's Bishop. I know Andre. Yeah, that's my that's my brother. That's uh Bishop um Bishop Purnell, Dr. Purnell, who's a, the, the, she's a black woman on CNN every day. Yes. You know, there's therapists I talk to, Taj and Melanie. That's basically the commission. OSG, Dennis McKeezy. I talk to the principals a lot. You know, yeah. I do a class with them for entrepreneurship every Tuesday. And then on Thursdays, all the principals do something called Off School Grounds, the meetup, and they just talk about agenda curriculum and the things that need to be changed for our culture or the people that need to be helped, how to help them. So can I, can I ask you these principals, are they from uh, all across America or? All across the world. Oh, the world, wow. 
Yeah. So so this is a, a, a worldly thing that you're trying to do, not just in the States. Yeah. Okay. Course. Okay. Why not? <laughs> why also, not? you know, Mars is, Mars is getting ready to be colonized. I've got to make sure that we implement the right education there, too. It's a new world, right? The end of the world happens. So we have to make sure that we're in the beginning of the new world so we don't end up in the 99%, that we're in that 1%. You feel me? But we got to establish law now. Education and everything. Everything is new. What advice would you give to someone who's struggling to start their business? You have to find something you really, really love that you Mm. do so much that it doesn't feel like a struggle. It just feels like you're getting better because you're doing something that you really enjoy. Almost like a gamer that gets millions of dollars for playing a video game. Yeah. If you can make money from playing video games and you can make money from anything you love, you just have to figure out what that is. That's all. You have to be able to dream. You got to be able to visualize. If you can't visualize it, then how can someone else? You know, Mm. you have to be able to put that energy out like a magnet so it comes back to you. So you get a team of like-minded people that Mm -hmm. are fighting for the same thing so that when they win, you win, when you win, they win. And that's why you're all thumping together. I love it. Now, you also have said that you want artists to learn to protect themselves when it comes to like copyright, their business and their projects. Share that thought process that that we can pass on the young artists out there, because a lot of people don't realize that when they sign a contract, that sometimes they're signing away their rights about their own stuff that they're creating. Yeah. I mean, the majority of the time it's gotten better now. Yeah, because I'm watching. But most when you're young and you're coming from an extreme circumstances Mm -hmm. and, you know, you've never had a dollar and somebody puts a million or two in your face and you could all of a sudden make things better. As a young person, you ain't worried about all that shit. I remember being young. Mm. But if you respect somebody like myself and you want to look like this when you're 50, then you might want to watch certain things that I watch so you could get to this place where you don't have to come outside for 15 years. And you can sit and enjoy residual income and invest in your dreams while looking at a great view, smoking a joint. Word. Look at there. Look at there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Show them how it's done. Show them how it's done. Okay. You know, and this is what every, I'm supposed to be black ball, but and all this other shit, but I've been able to create because I'm not going to be in an industry. I'm going to make an industry. I don't want to be in your house. I built my own. You could yes. act like you're not letting me out. You're not letting me in your house if you want, just because I don't want to go. But you know what's going to happen? I'm going to end up buying that house and kicking you the fuck out just to show everybody that you are fronting. You understand what I mean? You can't blackball the person, the sauce. You can't blackball. You can't tell somebody or control a career if you are actually the person that's talented. You know, and I'm a talented businessman. So I don't want to be in a business where I can't make enough money for my children. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in a business where I got to be told what to do where someone else from another culture is telling me what to do and how to give my culture my culture. It makes wow. no sense. I'm not going to watch and watch other people from my culture be abused in front of me. I can't do it. Real so talk. a lot of the times when you hear me beefing, I'm out of those industries. I'm like, I don't got to deal with Leo Cohen. And, you know, I call him out and whoever else I feel has been, you know, disrespecting our culture or exploiting us. I just want everyone that can't fight to know that I'll fight for you. If right. you can't say nothing, I will. Because yeah. I beat all of them. So watch what I did. And of course, they're going to pretend I'm not winning when I am because then they're losing. But that's the trick. You know, independence at one point was such an ostracized thing. Yes. I remember presenting it to the whole world and them saying I was crazy. Mm. But, you know, 
Now it's different. But How did also, that make you feel when, when they said that? Once again, yeah, you're yeah, like, anyway, I did my job. I'd be like, yo, I'm going to stand out. You know, I think my responsibility is to pass information. You ain't got to listen. But I, my responsibility is just to, to, to at least to at least try. But I can, mm. you're never going to say I didn't try. And I'm never going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to just tell you the truth. That's right. Keep it real. And, 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 and a lot of times what people understand is because they've never been in this position. If mm. you've never been a boss, then you don't know what it feels like to be a boss. You don't know what it feels like to pay people and them not appreciate mm-hmm. you or them yeah. not do their job or them try to sue you when you should be suing them. You've never been in the position for people not to appreciate the opportunities that you gave them because you ain't never gave nobody an opportunity in your life. So you don't even know, might not know what it is to have. You know, having money is problematic. It's not mm. easy to keep money. Hey, OK. And that's you know? another thing I try to share with these young kids, too. You got to realize that once you get that first million dollars and you start living that lifestyle, you got to maintain but it. There's so many people that comment on people going broke that never had a dollar in their life. Anyway, it's not easy to be a boss. It's not easy to have money. You got to get there before you understand it. So before you start having judging, make sure you've been that person before you can judge that person. Yeah, I call that boss moves. Now, speaking of boss moves, you have a new show in love for a living. And it's all about celebrating love with you and Raquel. All the things that you all have went through, the trials, the tribulations, like you said, the haters, this, that, and the third. But it's also educational, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, everything we're doing in our life, we're evolving. So we want people to evolve as well. So everything I'm teaching my son, I want everybody to know that they can teach their son. You know, a, a better parents make better parents. It can stop exactly. Cycling. You know yep. what I mean? Also, people don't know how to be in love, for real. They don't know what it looks like. So you want to show them that. So also all the entrepreneurial stuff, you know, and the mentality. And the reasons behind, like, what you read in the paper about me, now you should know they're not going to tell you the truth, but I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. You know, from Mm. every lawsuit to NFT, everything, because I'm dealing with it. It's It's just to show you what happens at this level. And this is what comes with the game. This is what warrior status is when you're fighting for your family. No doubt. I'm just doing it publicly and, and so well that people want to talk about it a lot. But I don't mind. So t- check it out. You, you said you made a statement that was beautiful to me, that a lot of people don't know how to be in love. Can I tell you, like, I, I'm still trying to figure it out because, you know, I, I want somebody to be in my life to share. To, I want to find a good partner. And that's so hard to find because, you know, I'm a powerful woman and got things going on. Look, you're a when, queen, right? Thank you. So you're only going to be satisfied with a king. Period. Period. And a king is going to fight so that you never have to fight. You never have to struggle. That you'll have enough money to walk away on your own, but he'll still pay the bill. You feel me? And, and until you find that because you're such a high-level woman, you're going to have to keep searching or, lost, or, or get a boy toy. But that's about it. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. He just took me out because he kept it real. <sighs> kind of the predicament that I'm in. But, um, but you know, I, but but I, sometimes I, it is what it is. Don't try to be like, yo, but you, you, got, you know, you got to be like, but you know what it is. You know what I mean? You know what my it boy is. Toy. You know what it is. <laughs> but if, 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 you, if you're not I, making I, my I, dreams come true, you're not my man. I, your man is the man that makes your dreams come true. Yes. Period. Okay. Unless they're doing talking that, they're your boy toy. 
Real talk. Okay, y'all. Y'all heard it from Dave Dash. If you're not coming right with Viv, you're just a boy toy for the moment. You're there for the moment. But you can't get upset. You got to remember he's a boy toy. Real talk. And that took maturity. Can't expect a boy to be a man. That you, part. Listen, if you, gotta, if you have to pay for anything for him, he's a rat. If he's going Dutch, he's a rat. If he got a two-seat and he got kids, he's a rat. If he got a one-bedroom and he got kids, he's a rat. Get him out of here. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love him. So like, let's talk. I mean, we're talking about another thing. But your new show is going to be on Fox Show, right? No, it's, I mean, it, it, it may. Yep, it, it should may. be. Oh, okay. But again, I got a network. I got a streaming service. Oh, I tell shoot us about movies, that. documentary. Tell us about your oh, streaming Dame service. Dash. Oh, I can see yeah, You go to Dame Dash Studios right now. And it's all original programming with a point of view, scripted, <laughs> movies that have been in theaters that I've made and all type of shit. And also while you're watching things, you can buy what you see without disengaging. <laughs> wow. So you can go to Dame Dash Studio right now and order it and you'll see it. I can, you know, I can show you better than I can tell you. I love and it. And I've been at that. Now, how many movies have you made? I can't even count. Wow. I made a lot of movies. I love it. I love to hear yeah. that. No, I own all the cameras. I got lenses. I got lights. I got sound. As you should. I just shoot. All I got to do is rent people, really. So let's talk about Dash NFT Gallery and the artists that you feature. Like, you know, this is what I love about you. You got TVs, streaming, and now you have and this is art gallery, correct? Or it's like you deal with I mean, artists. I've had, I've had art galleries. So I've had art galleries since I would say 2005. Wow. Again, you can Google it and you'll see it in Tribeca and Lower East Side in Charleston and Hong Po Hong Fong in Hong Kong in uh, Char- Charlotte. You know, okay. when there was this renaissance of art, I don't know. I, I hope you know where it was coming from. It was me and hip hop. But anyway, um, you can Google it. The receipts are there. Um, and now this NFT world has made it where you can monetize anything that you are passionate about and mm. also track it. And when it sells, you also will always, when it resells, you'll always get paid. And I believe that's where the whole world is going. Um, and I, you know, like I would say 12% of the world knows it. No, 8% of the world knows it right now. So I suggest that, you know, the other 92 catch up. But yeah, I have a lot of uh, artists. We do things every day. So, you know, like I was showing you Raquel's coloring book, but she mm. also did a children's book. So, you know, even that process will be NFT. My storyboards will be NFT. A lot of content that I have, I've been having television networks since 2005. So I have content that people have never seen, hard drives full of it. But I also have legit bona fide artists that I've collabed with, like... Um, I think the next one that's going to come out, I don't know if I should even announce it yet, but it's what this dude, Wilder. Uh-oh, oh, y'all, we're getting an exclusive. Yeah, he does the biggest uh, murals all over the world. And he's probably one of the only artists that gets a million dollars alive for his piece. Wow, the art is that expensive? The first thing I put up at the Dash Gallery was for $10 million. And you know what? That was in the newspaper. I love it. So can I ask you, what does the NFT stand for? Non-fungible, fungible token, right? Yeah. Mm. Non-fungible non- token. Got you. Can can you explain what that no, means? I can't explain it right. But that okay. means, but I can tell you what, I can, I'm going to just tell you this. There was a lot of money, dark money made in the crypto world because mm. it was new. They created currency and there was nothing to spend it on because they couldn't cash out because the government would be on their head. So there's right. a lot of people that made like, they made like 
$65,000 on a penny. Stupid money. So right. they created things to buy and resell so they could cash out and pay the taxes on it. And so also, would that be crypto art? Well, it didn't, like what it is, is you mint it. So it's on a blockchain. So it's in the digital world. Okay. So every single, everything that's in the physical world is also going to be uh, looked at as status in the digital world. So clothes, houses, real estate, art, everything is going to be like, you know, just as valuable, if not more, in the digital world. And it's all tracked on a blockchain. You understand what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, You've always spoken about the importance of Black ownership in the entertainment industry. How do Black businesses need to evolve in every part of the process, both music and film, to become more successful and get more ownership? They got to keep working. They got to keep making more stuff. Mm. You know, the more stuff you make, the more successful you get, the more powerful you get, the more money you make. You just got to keep working. Yeah. And you, can't be, you can't be waiting for somebody to employ you. You got to create opportunities for yourself. I love that. And I, That's I tell the thing. People, I've, never, I've never waited for someone to employ me. That's the one thing I've never done. Mm. Damn, you've never worked for no one? You've always kind of worked for yourself? Not kind of. <laughs> you better pull out the receipts because I know you will. You said I always have. I mean, when if I, you got to remember, I had my first, I was a teenager with my first record deal and I never looked back. Wow. And before that, I was a drug dealer. So now nah, I never worked for nobody. So the hustle has always been real. I think once you know how to, you know, bottle something up, sell it, distribute it, and, and also continue to do it like a business, and especially when it's not at the expense of your culture, it becomes a lot easier. You can always do it at any moment. You know what I mean? Like the world, like I started in a world where there wasn't an internet, you know? Mm where there mm-hmm. wasn't so much freedom. And with the internet, it makes it really easy because there's a direct-to-consumer relationship. So even with people doing podcasts now, I was doing that shit like literally in 2005. Mm. So me, me and Hip Hop Motivator was doing the culture vulture thing and just me and him would be talking and it would go viral, but it was more for the people that needed it, you know? Yeah. It's like, I need to go through certain things so the world could watch how to deal with shit. Hmm. And you've been through a lot. That's for sure. Because that's I mean, what I've been I'm... through a lot in public. But who in life hasn't gone through a lot? I tell people that all the time. Sometimes you got to go. You know, you got to go through things to appreciate go through things. Yeah. Got to go through things to get. I, to I, I honestly, when I look at my life and everyone else's, I, I, just because people are famous don't mean that it's more. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like I've lost people, but they were famous, but it hurt. But someone that loses someone that's not famous and they love them, it hurts just as much. So Word. I haven't gone through nothing that no one in between life. The thing about life is everyone's going to die. So that automatically means you're going to feel pain, the loss of someone you love. So it's not a why me thing that happens to everybody in between the tragedies you can't control. That's Word. where you got to live and not give a fuck because, you know, shit is going to happen. It sure is. And it's, it's how you deal with those things. That's what defines you. That's what makes you evolve. So the only reason why things come my way is, I, like I said, I'm looking for the smoke. So if I wasn't looking, you know, if I was sitting around, that, you know what I mean? If I wasn't trying to conquer the world, then, yeah, I would probably have a more peaceful environment. But, you know, I think my, my environment when I'm not fighting is really peaceful. And that's what I'm fighting for. Mm-hmm. So when I get to look at my child, learn all these things and chill out with, you see, I got, I got a number of puppies around me. 
Oh, look at there. Puppies hey, and uh, wow, you would have never known that many dogs was around you. They all just chilling. Okay, chillin'. Jinx, it's Jinx. Yeah, it's a vibe, no doubt. So listen, I, my time is about to start running out with you, but I just want to get a couple things. Uh, also, you owe me an interview too. We got to swap. No doubt. I got you. Just call, let me, I got you for sure. So listen, how, how, how about when COVID was going on? How did you make it through that? Because I, 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 I stayed busier than ever during COVID. A lot of people want to feel sorry and stay at home and be lazy as hell. I didn't have time for that. I got a new house and life was, has, I was more successful during COVID than, you know, any time. How about you? Yeah, I excelled through uh, COVID because it was proof of my business model. It was almost like I had been preparing for it. You know, entertainment is usually is recession proof. But it's not it's not COVID proof pandemic, <laughs> pandemic. you know, because you got to go outside and you can't go outside in the pandemic. So content, which is what I've been aggregating and making for the last 10 years, became the prices doubled. And mm. because I had a studio and owned the cameras and we were able to just shoot movies and we were more product made magazines, books. I shot I shot like four movies in COVID. Me too. Me too. You no. Know? And, then, yeah. and, and, you know, God, thank God, I haven't had any bad situations on not one of my sets because Good. I'm so, you know, aware of COVID and respect it so much. Yeah. So when it's Real raging out there, I ain't coming out. When it's, you know, in L.A. right now, it's about, the, you know, every day I look and see how many people got infected the day before. So did, it's, oh, like did, a thousand, it's averaging about a thousand a day. I can mm. work with that. But when it's like 9,000, I'm not coming out. At 3,000, mm -hmm. I cut. You got to gargle when you come in the house. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta do all type of shit when you go in my house. I know that's right. You know, we keep it ultra clean. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I'm not saying it can't happen because this one went out to 7-Eleven and caught it. Oh, my God. I did not go to there. Whoever it was, I don't know. For one second, she went outside and caught it. And, you know, but we never, it didn't hit it, it, didn't hit it like that. So tell me, what do you see next for you besides the TV show? What's the next TV chapter? Show, I'm a television network. Yeah, excuse me. Pardon. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's what it, you it, see. It, it's taking this to that. Like, I'm already made my dreams come true. Not only am I a television network, I also have distribution. Dang Dash Studios mm -hmm. distribution. So I'm also putting out about nine other people's movies right now. So right. my dream was to become an independent, full-service movie studio that never had to ask anyone to green light. I am the green light. So it's happened. Now it's to take it to that scale. You know, I yes. have a television network. I have a streaming service. I have the studio. I, you know, I got the distribution. Because before you make a movie, but you got to worry about getting it distributed. That's, that's not right. my concern no more. Mm. And, you know, places like Tubi and... That's made the world, the world is starting to come around. Like, Tubi's like regular television where yeah. Netflix is like, you know, with HBO or cable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of projects out on Tubi. And there's money on Tubi. You already know. I know. Toby good. Tubi's good to us, Tubi okay? good money. Freedom. And guess <laughs> who owns Tubi? Who? Fox. Uh, see what I'm saying? Bam. Now, once again, the connection. Fox on Fox. <laughs> the Vivica effect, you know? The Vivica effect, I love that. So how do you stay grounded? How do you stay grounded in this industry? I'm not grounded at all. Oh, you, you floating high? Floating high, I'm flying around. Who's grounded? I'm not I grounded. know, I know. Listen, you can barely sit still during this. This is what I want to tell people about you. You've always been a mover, a shaker. Look, we're even seeing that in, in, in the interview. And, you know, I guess, yeah. And, you know, I've taken up enough of your time. And I know, knowing you now, you probably have got about Three more business meetings lined up. All right, y'all. Well, that leads us 
perfectly into today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is hashtag in love for a living. Like my man Dame said, you know, a lot of people just want to sit around and talk about doing things, talk about what they're going to do. Stop talking about it. Be about it. Focus on your goals. Focus on your family and have a core group of people that you can bounce ideas off of and help you move forward in life and make that coin. Block out the negativity and bring in love for a living. Dane, tell people where they can find you at on social media. Like Dusko Poppington. And then, you know, you go to Dame Dash Studios as well. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah. And, and you're Dusko verified, Poppington. correct? Very. <laughs> Of course, why wouldn't you be? All right, y'all, tell your friends that they can follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter, at Miss V Fox on Instagram, and follow at Stage 29 Podcast too. Don't forget to subscribe, review, download, and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you want to listen. Until next time, darlings, bye for now. This has been a Stage 29 podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Kelts is the social media producer. The Hustling with Vivica A. Fox podcast, podcast crew is for informational Renegade, and entertainment William purposes Cusack, only. Lisa and Clark, is not intended Katie as Brown, a replacement or a substitution for any professional medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during the podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional.